today is gonna be so good familia listen i know i classify myself as a business coach but at the core i am lit up about living my most liberated lifestyle even more than that what absolutely gets me out of bed in the morning is seeing my other women of color like yourself realize how doable your own liberated lifestyle is and the way in which I deliver that transformation right now is through helping women start their own businesses and create something that works for you instead of you having to work for something or someone else. And there's unspoken truth about living liberated, especially when it comes to business and knowing when to leave money on the damn table. So today I'm going to share with you three instances where I would wholeheartedly tell clients, even as a business coach, to know when you should leave money on the table because it makes actually more personal and business sense to do so. Before we dive into that content, I want to let you know that you are always so welcomed to request to join the Launched and Liberated Facebook community. I do weekly live trainings in there for Wine Wednesday. We have networking opportunities every week for you to share about your business and establish connections. We also have some fun conversations in there. So if this sounds like something that matches you that you're interested in, go ahead and request to join the Facebook community with the link in the description and the show notes. All right, mujeres, let's get started with this episode. Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast where we talk all things mindset, personal growth, spirituality, and business to live our most fulfilled and liberated lifestyles. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, a former burnt-out financial services consultant turned mindset and business coach. I believe that we have a greater calling in life than just clocking in and out of a job and living for the weekends. So if you're ready, grab your cafecito because your liberation starts right now. Let's first start off by talking about this mentality of don't leave money on the table because the messaging behind this phrase is actually based in scarcity and fear. Why? Why would I say that? It's become so normal, right? Especially in business talk, well, you're leaving money on the table. This message is followed by a sub message of there isn't enough money for you. There isn't enough money in this world, so you need to constantly push and manipulate to get every single penny that's available to you. Again, like coming back to our culture and our community, especially if you're an immigrant or a daughter of immigrants, this feels so true, right? This feels so relatable because we know struggle. We know how hard abuela or abuelo or mommy and papi had to work just to get by and be able to provide us with a better opportunity so when we hear don't leave money on the table it's this survival instinct that comes in like oh crap yeah i'm leaving something on the table that i need to live i'm leaving something on the table that i can't get enough of there isn't enough of in my reach so i need to make sure that i do whatever it takes to get every single dollar i could not be in integrity if I were to say, you know, here's your mantra, just repeat it and we'll undo all of that. No, I am not here to wrong you for having this belief because I still have it too. It's something that still comes up for me all the freaking time. And instead of pushing that away or denying that that's part of our story and our truth and our makeup right now, I'm here to 
provide you a different perspective to have as part of your awareness. Think about it this way. The oppression that our previous generations felt by not having enough money, we then internalize and we then live our lives ruled by this pursuit of money, which is also oppressive as well in an effort to undo the lack and the scarcity that was felt by previous generations, we then lock ourselves in to be controlled by money because everything we then do is focused on getting the next dollar and we live our lives controlled by the ruler of money. Everything revolves around money and getting more of it or not spending it. That's not liberation. How can we feel liberated in our lives if we're constantly controlled by the dollar that we do or don't have. So while I do help clients launch their coaching businesses, and yes, I help them charge appropriately for their coaching services, and yes, I help them cultivate confidence to sell those services so that they can find clients and sell in integrity and be authentic while doing so, I also never want any of my clients to be ruled by this mentality that we've been conditioned to buy into of it has to be profits over people you can never leave money on the table money can be what we decide we want it to be and i know for me i choose for it to feel liberating and to be something that frees me and not something that controls me or manipulates me into doing business or life in a way that doesn't feel good to me so I'm going to talk to you like if you're my client right now. Here are three instances where you should leave money on the table. Even as your business coach, I'm telling you, leave the damn money on the table because you are worth more than the instant gratification of having that money in your bank account. Ready? All right. Number one, leave money on the table if it means that you're going to have to energetically push yourself to new limits. What does that mean? If you're starting your own business, likely you want to enjoy some time freedom, right? You want to be able to make the most of working smarter, not harder. If taking that extra client, if taking that extra speaking engagement or doing that extra lead generation activity or adding that thing to your business and to your action plan means that you're going to completely tip into potential burnout territory, don't do it. Don't do it. Because especially as coaches and service providers, your energy is number one. Number one priority is you taking care of yourself because tell me, how are you going to show up for a client powerfully if you're exhausted, if you're running on three hours of sleep, if you're not even giving yourself a lunch break because you're so packed in your calendar because you don't want to leave any money on the table so you have to be everywhere doing everything, being everything to everyone, doing all the things that every freebie has told you to do. You're not going to deliver your best work to your clients. And that is not what our clients deserve. I am a number one proponent. I have paid thousands and thousands of dollars to coaches. And I believe it's worth every single penny because they showed up powerfully for me. But if I had a coach that wasn't showing up in full presence for me, and I have had this before, so I know what it feels like as the client, it's such a disservice. It's so disrespectful 
because it shows me that you're not even taking care of yourself. How are you going to hold me in this? How are you going to support me in this from a clean, energetic place if you're running on fumes? I know what that feels like as a client and I know right now as a coach, I know what it feels like when I'm not energetically at my best and that is a huge red flag to me and I want you to consider that. Don't take on 20 clients if energetically it's going to be too much for you. There is a fine line and you can always have a wait list. That's actually the best thing to have. Don't push yourself energetically because as a coach or service provider, your energy is number one. That runs and fuels the entire machine. And even if you're not a solopreneur, if you have a team, you still need energy to carry out the vision and the mission. You're still the leader of the ship. And you may not be doing all the things, but you need to be that strong, clear leader that's able to support everyone as they carry out the mission. If you're feeling exhausted, if you're feeling burnt out, but you feel like you can't leave money on the table, you have to keep, of course, I need to get that next client. Of course, I need to do that next thing. Of course, I need to do this because some ad told me that I'm leaving money on the table by not doing lives every single day. No, you don't. You come number one. And if you do want to try something new, then something maybe needs to come off the schedule. But you have to take such good care of yourself because you deserve it. Your business deserves it. If you have a team, they deserve it. And your clients deserve it more than anything. All right. Second instance when you should leave money on the table if it's not a win-win. The most important value that we have to have so clear ingrained in us, especially during a sales process is integrity. As coaches, when sales really don't feel good is because somewhere we're acting out of integrity. If you know that you are not a total match for the person that you're on the call with, don't invite them to your program. If you know that deep down that person maybe isn't ready for coaching, you're getting this tug that energetically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, they're not ready for coaching right now. Maybe they need to do some work with a therapist. Maybe they need to actually take some time completely disconnected from self-help or business development or personal development and they need to just reset before you're able to come in and do your work. Maybe they need a different type of support. Maybe they're coming to you because you're an accountant and they're coming to you but they're asking you more legal questions. They need a different type of support. Leave that money on the table because it's not yours to have. It's so important that we realize that we deal with people and therefore we're dealing with their lives. And you have that in your hands when you're on a discovery call with somebody or on a free consultation call. Taking somebody's money and just seeing them as dollar signs that is going to end up in your bottom line is doing them such a big disservice because you are not serving them. You're serving yourself. And you're serving the, the bottom line and you're falling into this mentality that I just need to take in all the money that I can. And this person in front of me is just a number. And that's not true. The way in which we get to own our power as coaches is to always lead from a service perspective and to always lead from integrity. If you know that it's not a good fit, whether it's because the program is not a good fit, whether because energetically or personality-wise you just wouldn't enjoy working with this client, or whether you really get that tug that what they need is something different. They don't actually fully benefit from what you're offering them right now. They need something different. Call it out. 
always act out of integrity because believe me, that's going to speak volumes. Not only how people view you as a business owner, but it, it's actually going to be reflected in the type of transformations that your clients get. Because if you're not getting the right type of client, of course, they're not going to get the right type of transformation. And not that we're ever in charge of anybody's transformation or results, but it is our duty to invite the right people into our programs and into our space. Also, leave money on the table if the way in which you're going to earn that money is not a win for you. There are so many ways that you can conduct your business or grow your business, grow your audience, spread your message. And if somebody's telling you to do webinars and the thought of that makes you want to gag like it does for me, don't do it. Don't do it. I had a business coach tell me, well, you need to start doing weekly webinars. And I looked at all the work and I started doing it. I was like, this makes me want to throw up. I don't want to do this. So I went the podcast route instead. Don't go down that route if it's not going to feel good to you. Now, there's a big distinction between it not feeling good to you in the way that it's like every ounce of my being is repulsed by this. Like, I just don't want to do it. It doesn't call to me versus it's scary and it's going to push me out of my comfort zone, right? I could have easily said, well, you know, I don't want to do lives because it makes me cringe. Well, no, that's just me not being confident in myself showing up on lives and I'm, it's something different for me. So I'm choosing not to do it when I know that it, it would actually be a good thing for me to do because I want to connect with my audience in real time. You see the difference there? But for webinars, I was like, I would rather do Facebook lives. I would rather do a podcast. I would rather do Instagram lives twice a week than do weekly webinars. It just feels stiff to me. And that's totally okay. Money gets to come in in so many different ways. And I think that not all dollars feel the same. I totally believe that. Just like we can spend it differently, spending money on one thing may not bring you the same joy or energy as you as it does spending it on like... I don't know, a vacation somewhere, earning it feels the same way and it makes a huge difference. So if it's not going to be a win for you, if you're doing something that you don't really want to do or you're speaking at this conference that you're not really fully lit up about and you're kind of like, oh, this isn't really like what I want to talk about, but I'm just going to do it because it's money. Don't do it because you're taking up space on your calendar for something that's not going to feel good to you. And how are you going to have that space in your calendar to do something that's going to be so much more worth your while and maybe give you even more money? Who knows? Be very intentional about what you choose to dedicate your time to, whether that be a new client, a new activity that you want to do for lead generation or networking, or even the engagements that you choose to take on. If it's not feeling like a win for you, don't do it. All right, lastly, say no. <laughs> say no when you're acting out of the shoulds i wrote down in my notes shoulditis <laughs> the inflammation of the shoulds if you're just doing a whole bunch of shit out of the shoulds stop leave the money on the table the most common culprit in terms of business revenue and scaling oh this gets me at the beginner level it's this idea of, and I heard a coach say this once where it was like, if you're not making the same amount every month, you don't have a business. What? No. I'm never going to have a client come to me and say, I only have two clients right now, but you know, I, I, it's, I don't, it's not a business. No, you are a business owner. Okay. You are a business owner because if you adopt this belief that, well, just because I'm not making consistent 
10k months for example or 5k months I'm not a business owner you're going to continue to make decisions as if you're not a business owner and that's not what's going to get you to the point of consistent 5 and 10k months and I'm tired of that old style business mentality of you need to be making x amount in order to be considered this or in order to become this in order to be a leader no you are a business owner because you decided to start a business and you have clients or you're working to have clients and all of your decisions need to reflect that person that you want to become. On the flip side, I hear also, well, I don't want to do one-on-one coaching. I would love to do one-on-one, but I can't do that because it's not really scalable. And I want to be able to scale to seven figures. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second. One-on-one coaching is the best way to start because it's the easiest to sell. And it's the easiest on you to execute as a new coach because you're working so deeply with a select number of people and it allows you to grow in your coaching style. It allows you to grow confidence. It allows the client to get so much great support. And as long as you're there for them and you're in integrity with what you're selling and what you're promising, they're going to get results because you're in it with them. There are so many other ways to scale it. And also, who says that you need to start a business so that you can make seven figures? That is such a BS lie. Not everybody wants or needs to scale to seven figures in three or four years. Who's to say that your sweet spot, especially if you want to start a family or you want to pursue another hobby or you want to take up a new skill or you want to go back to school, whatever it is, if you have other priorities... Who says that maybe your sweet spot in a few years is going to be a business that consistently makes $700,000 a year and maybe the next level for you is keeping that revenue year after year but consistently automating so that you're working less or bringing in team members and then training those team members so that they can take on more and you work less while keeping that same 700 k We fall into this trap of, well, we're leaving money on the table if we're starting off with this because then I can't get to seven figures. Well, first of all, you don't need to get to seven figures right now. And that's not even what you need to be focusing on right now. And second of all, you don't need to do things in order to make more money down the line. You're not leaving money on the table by building a business that best suits you, your priorities, your family, and your life and what's actually going to serve you. Again, I am all for building businesses that work for us and fit us and our lifestyle and how we want to live, not us molding ourselves to fit a business. Just because people around you are saying that they're trying to scale or they're constantly trying to make more and more and more doesn't mean you have to. There's more than enough money to be made and that means that there's more than enough time for us to get there if we choose to. And there's also more than enough availability for us to get to a point where we feel like we have achieved that liberation and that freedom. And if it doesn't include more money, if it doesn't include seven, eight figures, who cares? That is perfect and that is successful. Remove that should out of the equation. Because if you're shoulding, especially when it comes to scaling, you're likely comparing yourself to other people or you're trying to compete. And as long as you're competing, that means that you're focusing more on looking at what other people are doing than focusing in on yourself and what you actually want. 
And of course, we're always going to feel like we're leaving money on the table because we're looking at all the other things that other people are doing and we feel like we're missing out on something or we're not participating in this activity or that activity and we're, we're leaving dollars out there that's not in our possession right now. No, your clients that are meant for you are going to come to you as long as you show up, as long as you provide value, as long as you do the, the basic things that I help my clients do in a really powerful way. You get to build the business that you want, but it has to come from an energy of you don't need to be or do anything that is based out of fear and scarcity. And sometimes we're going to leave money on the damn table because we know who we are, we know the value that we provide, and we know the way in which we want to provide it. And we get to make that call as business owners. And that is the level of empowerment and strength that I want you to have in your business as a new coach. It is time for us, as especially as women of color, to adopt this type of strength and not fall prisoner to money or to fear or to doubt. It's so important that, yes, we honor the past, we honor the struggles, we honor the sacrifice, but we also honor the fact that we get to flip the script and set a different normal for future generations. So money doesn't rule you. Don't let it rule you. Don't let it take over how you want to live your life and how you want to run your business. And it starts from this place. Always check in with your intuition and your gut. If it feels off, it likely is. And if you feel, you feel yourself falling into a decision, oof, well, that'll, that'll mean that I'll hit this amount this month. Or oof, that'll mean that I'll be able to say that I have a six-figure business. Or oh, but I really want to have this money in my bank account. Reconsider. I'm not saying it's the wrong decision, but just reconsider and check in. Is it actually going to get you closer to living that liberated life or are you imprisoning yourself before you even get there? All right, amigas, this episode was so fun. I have been so excited to deliver this message. It might be a little controversial, but hey, that's the beauty of sharing truth is that I know people won't agree with it always, but I hope that you found value in it. As always, I would love if you would subscribe to the show, of course, and leave a written review. Let me know what you're thinking about the podcast. Or you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at The Liberated Latina and check out the private Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. All right, everybody, I will catch you in the next episode. Hey, amiga, real quick. Did you find value in today's episode? If you did, take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram story with your biggest takeaways, and be sure to tag me, at The Liberated Latina. This allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show, and it grows our community of liberated hermanas. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll catch you in the next one. Besitos.